This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. My name is Jeremy Poplin. That is Matt Hubbard. And joining us now here on the Blitz Hotline is a newest member of FC Tulsa. He is Philip Goodrum, who's joining us here on the Blitz 1170. Philip, thank you so much, man. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me on. No problem. Where are you guys at right now? Uh, we are in a hotel in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. So we we had uh, Adam Armour on last week, and I, I asked him the same question that I'm going to ask you. In your situations where you've moved on and, and find yourself surrounded by a new set of, of peers and a new set of players, What's what's the first most important thing to you uh, in terms of not only getting yourself acclimated to style of play on the pitch, but also how you kind of work yourself and become ingrained in the culture of a team that has already had like months of opportunity to get to know each other? What What's that process like for you from your experience in the past? Yeah, it's definitely it's crucial. You know, the first step for me is, I guess, just showing the guys and the staff that I'm bought into what's already being built here. I've said before that this is a pretty ambitious club and they um, were obviously not where we want to be right now in the standings. And so it's just about me showing everyone at this club that I'm bought into the culture. I'm bought into um, the ideas of what we want to do going forward. And then uh, second off, it's just about learning everybody's name. <laughs> we got a game tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to, I just got to make sure I don't, I'm getting the names right. You know, <laughs> So in your case, you just mentioned it there. The club doesn't feel like where, where they necessarily, where they feel like that they should be right now. You, you are a goal scorer, right? You, you are brought in and have a responsibility. Uh, they are ambitious. You yourself are am- ambitious. Is there a little bit more that's on your shoulders, though, knowing what you're brought into this club for? Yeah, you know, I'm always a guy who plays with a chip on my shoulder, and I always have a point to prove, but... You know, I was bought, I was brought in here for a reason, and uh, that's to put the ball in the back of the net and help this team win. And so I look forward to doing that game in, game out, and um, just being the best version of myself that I can be. But, look, I know the club has all the pieces to the puzzle here, so it's just about going out there and performing. Where does that chip on your shoulder come from? Oh, man, I don't even know. It's just kind of how I was raised, how I grew up. I was always... Um, you know, I was drafted 75th overall into MLS and, you know, sitting back there coming from a mid-major college and um, just kind of being that guy who, you know, was always looked over in the past. It's been something that, you know, I've just kind of built my identity around and make it, um, make it, you know, every single time I step on the field, I have a point to prove. But I love, I love that underdog mentality. I love where, you know, coming into Tulsa, I think we have a bit of that right now, and so it gives us gives us a point to prove. So, Philip, was that kind of fostered when you went to Wilmington, UNC Wilmington? Um, I, what was your recruiting like, opportunities that you might have, or did you feel like that you maybe had a little bit of that even before the college route of kind of being a, a kid that um, maybe you didn't feel like was given enough credit? Yeah, it probably started uh, at a young age, but going to college, you know, I was recruited by a few, um, a few bigger ACC schools, and um, you know it, they weren't giving me kind of the scholarship offers that I wanted. And then UNC Wilmington came along and was a mid-major that you know 
that would go in and upset the North Carolinas, the Dukes, NC States. And so I like that, that thought process of going there and kind of being the guy and going and trying to fight for those at-large bids year in, year out, and try and make the tournament and uh, go show what we were all about in the big dance. But, no, you know, I think I've, I've always been a guy that people have looked at and said, oh, he's good. You know, like he has he has pieces to the puzzle, but he's, you know, nothing special, and that's something that's always kind of put a fire inside me. And, you know, these last few years I've been able to go and show people that, hey, I'm, uh, I'm capable of being much more than just a good hardworking player and bringing, bringing everything together to be a complete striker. And so, you know, it's just about going out there and having that chip to prove it every, every game like I did in college and like I've done uh, at the professional level so far. Okay, I'm going to read you something here uh, that was actually in the press release, and it was from Blair. Uh, and you just you said a key phrase to me, complete striker. Because uh, I want your opinion on what a complete striker is, but I'll read you this quote first. Defensively, he sets the tone with his relentless work rate, and that's even before he mentions anything offensively about you. How much do you pride yourself in the defensive aspect of becoming that complete striker? And I learned a long time ago from Tom McIntosh, who's the head coach of the University of Tulsa, that when they go and they actually recruit strikers, that's actually one of the first things that they look for is a defensive mentality within someone that they're counting on being their goal scorer. So what does that mean to you to hear that from, from Blair, first of all, and what's your definition of a complete striker? Yeah, honestly, that's a huge compliment from uh, from Blair. That's something that I definitely pride myself in, and something that I want to go and show that I can do. But um, because it, you know, I think it gives when you can be that pressing and defensive style striker who can go out there and be the first line of defense. It shows your teammates that you know you're not just going to sit up there and be a poacher and be lazy and try to score goals all for yourself. It so it shows them that you're bought in shows your teammates that you're willing to work your tail off just like they are to go and get a win each game. And um, then your second question, what is a complete striker? I think it's somebody who puts the ball in the back of the net, who presses relentlessly and um, is that first line of defense and also somebody who holds the ball up, you know, Um, and myself, I'm working on all three aspects of those, uh, all three aspects to make my game as complete as possible. And yeah, like every, every day is a work in progress, but, um, keep, uh, keep pursuing to be the best version of that possible. What was the first comments that you heard from the staff, uh, when they brought you in, um, in, in this kind of changing landscape for you about not only expectation level, which is obviously we mentioned it before scoring, but, what were some of the first things that they said to you about what they expect out of you in coming here? Yeah, the first thing was just come in and be yourself. Um, just be that kind of leader in the locker room. And then on the field, you know, I think I have a little bit of a re- reputation of being uh, a bit of a prick to the other team. And so I think <laughs> they wanted they wanted some of that. <laughs> And so I was just told, you know, come in and be yourself. And so um, <laughs> off the field, I can be the nice guy, but then on the field, I can get there and, and do my thing. Okay. I love the honesty. I love someone that is not afraid. <laughs> I, so, uh, Philip, we've all known those guys, right, that have actually been that on the field and then, like, don't want to admit to it, right? They're like, me? No, no. I, I love that you're at least willing to, ad- to admit that part of it. So what's the balance like for you? Because you're trying to find your place and you're trying to find your role right now through your work ethic and setting a tone. 
Um, but is there a balance that you that you kind of feel out sometimes on the pitch, right, uh, of not trying to go too far overboard? Yeah, no, definitely, and that's something that I've talked about with coaches in the past. Um, I think it's part of what makes me me, having that kind of just uh, like a little bit of that dog in you and just going for it on the field, but then you can't let it go. You can't let it get overboard where you're getting suspensions and um, – you know, fouling and putting your team in a vulnerable position. So that's something as I've continued to mature in the game that I've focused on and worked on. And I think I have grown, but um, yeah, I think it's something that can make me special and it makes center backs in the league, not like to uh, play against me. So it's an advantage that can be used to our team and help create space for myself and for other guys. So we can all be uh, scoring goals and winning games. Change of scenery sometimes uh, can be difficult, but can also be good, right? Um, I, I I won't lead you anything that you said in the past. I don't even know if you want to talk about it, but I, but I, I have read where you weren't happy uh, with basically what went down with opportunities that you might have had in Memphis. Has that impacted your, your play this year so far coming off of just the uh, absolute firestorm that you had last year on the pitch uh, and and with that, is is this a good thing? Is a change of scenery good for you right now and the future of your professional career? Yeah, I think it 100% is. There was some frustrations from the off season that were um, off the field, and I think that kind of left the damaged relationship with the front office a bit at Memphis. But um, that is what it is, and it's in the past. And, you know, I think this season I took a little bit of that frustration and it showed on the field. But now um, what I've told people is coming to Tulsa feels like a breath of fresh air. Uh, I feel like it's a team that's hungry and it's a team that I can contribute to and be a big part of. And um, so, yeah, it's about it's a fresh start. And I'm looking forward to getting going here and showing uh, showing the USL championship just what this team's all about. Okay, there are no wrong answers, so don't feel pressure on this. But I ask every <laughs> I ask everyone that comes into this city for the first time that hasn't spent a lot of time here what their perception is of Tulsa before they actually get here. Now, I, it, this is unfair because you haven't spent a whole lot of time in the city uh, at all, but do you have a perception of what the city of Tulsa is like before you've actually gotten to experience it? Yep. So for my three days that I was in Tulsa, I've been in <laughs> Tulsa so far. <laughs> I've I've liked it. It's been a very clean city, very um, – it just it feels like one giant suburb to me, honestly. Yeah. Or maybe that's just because I haven't seen everything so far. But I really, I really do like it. I enjoy it. It's um, much different from Memphis, Tennessee, and you know, I, I haven't been able to check out, you know, really anything yet. I don't even have my car there, but um, I'm, I enjoy it. The weather's nice. Everybody who I've met so far has been great. Looks like it kind of moves at a slower pace than a lot of cities, but yeah. Tulsa, I'm a big fan so far. Okay, so what do you like to do in your free time? What interests you? I'm a big outdoorsman. Oh, uh, you'll love hunting, it here then. Fishing, hiking, so all in. So uh, Sam Dora, the GM, said, he said, Philip, you're built for Tulsa. You're an outdoorsman. So I said, bring it on.
There is no doubt you are going to fit in here quite well. Philip, this has been great, man. Thank you so much for jumping on with us. We'll definitely have to do this again, maybe get you in studio when you get uh, settled back here in Tulsa and actually have a uh, few more matches here under your belt at home. But, uh, man, we're, we're rooting for you. Happy to have you as a member of FC Tulsa and here in our community and uh, maybe move this team forward a little bit. Let's go out and get a few goals. And, uh, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on with us. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right, there he goes. That is the newest member of FC Tulsa joining us here on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.